This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning. Welcome to the Morning Beat. Thank you so much for joining us. We have a fantastic show for you coming up in about 15 minutes. We're joined uh, for What the Health. Uh, Dr. James Simmons stopped by and had a conversation about uh, COVID boosters. Is it okay to mix and match? We're getting all sorts of new information. Uh, and this one's so important that we thought we'd share it with you again. Uh, he's joining us here on the Morning Beat in just a bit. So stick around for that. I want to keep you safe and keep you informed as always. That's right. If you're not going to mix designers, you can't mix yeah, COVID boosters. Yeah, I'm not willing boosters. to mix and match uh, Reebok, Adidas, and Nike. Yeah. Is this okay? we got to know. I'm not mixing Mac and Revlon. I will tell you this, though. My fiance will not mix anything with Nike. He loves his Nike That's so, so much. That's so funny. And I'm not kidding. I got ready for work this morning. You know how I wear um, my aloe athleisure wear literally every day of the week because it's the most comfortable stuff in the entire world. And it fits yes. me and I'm tall. Mm-hmm. Putting on this Nike hat instead of a matching aloe hat, there was a moment where I was like, can I do this? You, st- you, like, st- can you I, out. Can I go to work like this? <laughs> Yet here I am. So it is possible, people. Yes. It is possible. We're talking boosters in just a little bit in What the Health. Right now, it's time for news on the beat. Michaela, what do you got? All right, honey. Well, there's a lot going on already this morning. Uh, so unnamed students at California's Paso Robles High School tore down the pride flag hanging in the classroom of science instructor and swim coach Evan Holtz. Afterward, the students posted a TikTok video showing them defecating on the flag and flushing it down a toilet. The students responsible were given minor discipline. Now, school administrators stayed silent about the vandalism for two weeks, leaving queer students unsure if they noticed or approved of it. The school district's eventual response merely reminded teachers of the policy banning any classroom flags bigger than two feet by two feet. In response, students displayed pro-LGBTQ messages in the school's hallways and several organized an upcoming anti-hate rally. Uh, The school's response is a collective slap in the face of all LGBTQ students at PRHS. From our perspective, the school's flag ban means they're more interested in appeasing the bullies than protecting the safety of the victim's hate, the students wrote. Holtz said he displayed the flag to make LGBTQ students feel safe and welcome in his classroom. The thieves stole it during a break between classes. Holtz chased the vandals into the hallway but lost them in the crowd of students. Later, the students posted a TikTok video showing them defecating. I'll tell you, this is real. So I uh, there's a, a, a memo going around from my old high school, Salina, Ohio. And the memo is to parents asking them to monitor their children because in high schools there are these tiktok challenges that happen sometimes every week but they broke down a list of there are tiktok challenges planned for every single month of the entire school year one of them is like 
walk up to a teacher, slap them in the face on camera, and run the other oh direction. Oh, my God. And these are like aggressive, aggressive TikTok challenges. And they, these things go viral. And so these kids are trying to do all this stuff. And they're saying, our teachers can't, like, babysit your, your teenagers with, with cell phones doing TikTok challenges. Please try to help us. Have conversations with your kids. Like, these kids are little a-holes. You know, we did a story just a couple days ago about uh, flight attendants not signing up for the job that they're being supposed to do. And these teachers, they already get paid so little. And these kids are such brats. Yeah, yeah, that was a couple days ago we had that conversation. Yes, we did. Just moments ago. Just moments ago, it felt like. like. Yeah. This week is just a blur. Kids are not only brats, they're also wild. Wait till I show you this video of my five-year-old niece. I don't know what is happening She's getting more and more wild. She stood on a table yesterday. Or I'm sorry, she stood on like a little crib where they keep their new puppy. And with only leopard pants on, started twerking. And then got down, put a chip in her mouth, and then got back up and continued twerking. I can't imagine where she learned that sort of behavior. <laughs> I can't, can't even for the life of me figure that one out. Oh, she's a psycho. All right, let's get into a little weather. It's going to be a high of 72 in L.A., 75 in Vegas, 84 in Palm Springs, 86 in Houston, 63 in San Francisco, a high of 77 in Atlanta, 72 in Chicago, 72 in Cleveland, 84 in Cathedral City, and 84 in La Quinta. Now give us a vibe of the day. I do not try to dance better than anyone else. I only try to dance better than myself. I love that. Great advice. Great advice. All right, coming up, we wouldn't mix and match our designers, but would we be willing to do it with our COVID boosters? Dr. James Simmons joins us in What the Health coming up next. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. It's time for our first What's Poppin' of the Day. Uh, this girl's been popping for many, many years, and apparently she was in a relationship that uh, was not good for her, and she's now opening up about that. Michaela, what do you have for us? Okay, so Kristen Cavallari says she and her ex-husband, Jay Cutler, attempted to make things work amid their divorce, even going on a few dates, but just eventually decided she did not want to be in a toxic relationship anymore. Speaking of Caitlin Bristow on her Off the Vine podcast, uh, Christian Cavallari discussed her split with Cutler, saying it's such a roller coaster, but probably the best decision I've ever made. There's been times over the last 18 months where I'm like, is this the right decision? Uh, Jay and I actually did try to go on a couple of dates months and months and months ago, but it's just not there for me anymore. Uh, she also said the thing with Jay is we aren't getting our divorce because of love lost, It's which made it very challenging because we were crazy about each other. And that's really a difficult place to be. Like, I think that when you have to leave a relationship because it just no longer serves you, it's not about not being like in love or, or, you know, having the love gone. It's difficult. It's the most confusing sort of way to, to exit a relationship or some sort of like spark, right? When you're connected to the person, you care deeply for them. There is such chemistry, but you also can recognize that 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 relationship is really bad for you. Yeah. Sometimes two really great people are just toxic together. And those are the hard ones to walk away because there's no reason on paper. Like there's no like they didn't cheat on you. They're not like lying to you. You just don't work together. And that's hard. It's so difficult. I, I can't imagine. So I really do appreciate her honesty because it is really, really difficult. I'll say, I mean, we're pretty transparent, but even in couples therapy, our therapist says every single day you have the choice to walk away. Mm. And that's like a lot of freedom. Sure. And that's also like you're not forced together, but also it requires so much work. If I have to say one more time, 
How does that make you feel? Yeah. How does it make you? That's all I say. And I'm like, shut up. And then I'm like, how does that make you feel? Well, because I think it sometimes it's easier. And this is this is really powerful of Kristen to open up about because she went. She talked about going on dates with them again. I remember I, I, how many times I slept with an ex after we ended things, thinking like, okay, we're going to reconnect. We're going to reconnect. We're going to try. And then I'll tell you when I met my current my, my fiance, uh, who I will be with till the day I die. When I met him, it took me years to actually be all in. Because yeah. I was like, you're too kind. You're too nice. I don't think you're cheating on me. I don't yeah. think you're lying to me. Like, I don't understand. I come from a family where we argue a lot, and that's how we express our emotions. So when things are calm, I get panicky. Yeah. And it took me a long time to sort of accept that, like, oh, there are good guys out there. Well, for me, I realized I'm a runner. So now I have to sit in the shh, is what my therapist says. And it's like the hardest thing I've ever done. You're like Julia Roberts in Runaway Bride, except for you just never made it to the altar. Yeah. Runaway, it gets to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm like sitting here and I'm like, God, it's okay, it's hard. But it is actually really rewarding. So it's like, okay, I'll just do this. I'll just ask, how do you feel? We could recreate that scene where she's in the wedding dress on the horse. And instead of going away from the the groom, you like ride toward Lisa. Yes. And then you accidentally like trample her or something. (laughs) We could could do that in post. We don't want to mess up that pretty face. That is so stupid. You're like, I'm here. Look, I'm coming. I'm coming back. I'm not running away. Oh, I didn't mean for you to come kill me, though, with your horse. Oh, my God. That's how I do come back. I'm like, look, I'm doing the right thing. I'm hooving you to death right now. And the horse is on top of Lisa's poor body. 1,000% you. (laughs) Welcome back to the Morning Beat coming up this hour in about 15 minutes. Gay teachers across the country are facing unprecedented burnout. We need them in our schools. We need their influence on our children. Uh, But what happens if they're all just walking away because they can't take it anymore? Being a teacher is controversial nowadays. Yes. Like, like, like being a post office worker, it was controversial this last year. Like things, flight attendants are controversial now. Everything's controversial in our country. Well, kids are just, they have so much freedom yeah. and they see and have so much access, access. to information and, and videos. And they don't think and, that they need to listen to anybody. Yeah. So and what do we do? Poor little teacher who's like, can I? <laughs> How do we support our teachers, our queer, our queer teachers that support our children? We're having that conversation in just a little bit right now, though it's time for news on the beat. All right. Well, another conversation we're going to be having uh, more in depth, but black actor Billy Porter has criticized fashion magazine Vogue for its December 2020 cover image of English singer-songwriter Harry Styles wearing a dress. In short, Porter said that the opportunities that have been handed to Styles as a young white man have been harder for Porter to achieve as an older black and out gay actor. He said, I feel like the fashion industry has accepted me because they have to. I created the conversation about non-binary fashion and yet Vogue still put Harry Styles, a straight white man, in a dress on their cover for the first time. While Styles has always described himself as sexually ambiguous, he has never explicitly come out as part of the LGBTQ community. Porter was relatively unknown as an actor until he appeared as the ballroom MC Pray Tell in the gay TV creator Ryan Murphy's Pose, a 2017 dramatic series about a group of black queer ballroom performers. Uh, I definitely can understand this and his point, and I know that we're going to talk more in depth about it. He does say, I was the first one wearing dresses at big name events, and now everybody's doing it. I'm not dragging Harry Styles, but he doesn't care. He's just doing it because it's the thing to do. This is politics for me. This is my life. I 
know. Yeah, I know. We're going to share the same opinion. You don't know Harry's, Harry's I mean, thought process or what's motivating Harry. So let's not go there. But I also hear what Billy's saying. I do. But I also think that putting a cisgender, white, supposedly straight man in a dress talks more to toxic masculinity. Yep. Than I, a very open black queer man. Yes, we're we're talking a, a, a queer actor who became famous from Kinky Boots and other things on Broadway. Yeah, it's who not played a Pray Tell, Who's got HIV? Who's very open about? It. I mean, this you're preaching to the choir here. Yes, but we exactly. all love Billy. Yeah, we're going to talk yeah. about that more in the next hour. So let that just set you up a little bit. Now, in other news, uh, let me get to it, honey. Unnamed students at California's Paso Robles High School tore down the pride flag hanging in the classroom of science instructor and swim coach Evan Holtz. Afterward, the students posted a TikTok video showing them defecating on the flag and flushing it down a toilet. The students responsible were given minor discipline, other students said. School administrators stayed silent about the vandalism for two weeks, leaving queer students unsure if they noticed or approved of it. The school district's eventual response merely reminded teachers of the policy banning any classroom flags bigger than two feet by two feet. In response, students displayed pro-LGBTQ messages in the school's hallways. Several are organizing an upcoming anti-hate rally, and others wrote an op-ed. They said the school's response is a collective slap in the face of all LGBTQ students at PRHS. From our perspective, the school's flag ban means they're more interested in appeasing the bullies than protecting the safety of the victims of hate. Holt said he displayed the flag to make LGBTQ students feel safe and welcome in his classroom. The thieves stole it during a break between classes. Holtz chased the vandals into the hallway but lost them in the crowd of students. Later, the students posted a TikTok video showing them defecating on and flushing the flag. Uh, we're going to talk more about teachers in general, but particularly uh, the gay burnout of, of LGBTQ teachers. For now, let's get into a little weather. It's a high of 84 in La Quinta, 84 in Cathedral City, 79 in St. Louis, a high of 57 in Cleveland, 55 in Chicago, a high of 72 in Atlanta, a high of 82 in Miami, and 86 in Houston. Now give us a vibe of the day. I do not try to dance better than anyone else. I only try to dance better than myself. I love that. All right, well, coming up, we're talking about what it's like to be a gay teacher suffering from a major burnout. We'll discuss. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Depth next. Let's head back to school for just a moment. As uh, we're seeing a trend uh, with queer educators feeling absolutely burnt out. It's only been exacerbated by this pandemic and and more so than the pandemic, I think, because I think everybody's handling that the best they can, right? Gay, straight, and otherwise. But the amount of pressure it puts on queer uh, teachers Mm -hmm. because of the emotions attached to the pandemic and all these issues that are that were at one time sort of non-issues are now at the forefront you see all these schools trying to put down uh trans athletes and queer students and no longer can you have pride flags because they're political now just like black lives matter flags and whatever other thing that these small school districts across the country and some larger ones are saying are problematic now queer teachers are uh leaving the profession at an alarming rate uh and it's interesting because, in general, apparently, most teachers don't last to their 10-year anniversary because they're already just burnt out by it, I right? I get it. They're just overwhelmed by it all. And they've been sold this idea that, like, it, you almost have to be a martyr to be a teacher. Like, oh, I have to do it for the love of the children. I spend my I, own money on school supplies. I don't get paid that much, but I get my summers off. You have to want to educate and make such a difference in our youth. Mm. I totally agree. I remember... I went to I I was I tended to be really close with some of my teachers Same. and one in particular her name was Mrs. Harper she was the biggest uh cheese head she loved the um um Green Bay Packers mm. and uh, I remember she wanted to take me to apply for um the arts high school that I ended up going to and so she said, okay, I'll take you to my house to grab my daughter really fast, and then we'll go, because her daughter went to that school. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I guess as a little kid, you just think that teachers have it together. They're rich. They always look nice. Yeah. And it was just this teeny tiny two-bedroom. And it, it was fine, but especially in Vegas and the cost of living, looking back now, she had to have been making nothing in Catholic school. Oh, nothing. Nothing. But, but I remember thinking, You think oh. that they, like, they're like superheroes outside of the classroom. Yeah. You can't imagine. Well, this one teacher shared this article anonymously, but there's uh, some really interesting insights in there about how that whole idea of martyrdom takes place and how uh, as a queer instructor, you're not only tasked with doing what every other teacher does. But you're also oftentimes the one or two in the entire school where all the queer kids come to for advice, all the adults go to to vent. Uh, you, you're just a hot button issue just by being a human. Yeah. And that's a lot of pressure. Like it's it's kind of like oftentimes – so we have a story come up from time to time and we're aware that on this show, yeah, Michaela and I are gay. Got it. But we're also white. And we're also cis. And our producer is a cis straight white man. So we understand that sometimes for certain conversations, uh, we're not as well equipped to have them. As Absolutely. We, you know, we can't have a conversation about being a person of color. We just can't. I might have a fiance no, who's black, I but I also know. I stand when people try yep, to. I also know it's not my place, right? I respect that. When it comes to trans issues, we don't fully understand. We can support wholly. We can have opinions, but we can't fully understand. So we, we specifically try not 
to reach out to certain friends of ours yeah. to always ca- come on to talk about the trauma of being yeah. trans in America because there's so much more to the human experience than just your trauma. But these poor teachers, I tell you what, they are going through it. I couldn't do it. I could not do it. I couldn't do it before, and I most definitely could not do it now. And, you know, I... I will say that, like, my sister-in-law is really good with the kids' teachers. She always tries to make them feel really appreciated. And I think that a lot of the parents that I know try to. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there really needs to be. Maybe we have a queer teacher come on because I also feel like I'm sort of speaking on a point that I can't make. Because to me, I'd be like, not worth it. Your kid's not worth it. I'm not getting paid enough. But here's the thing. Then there's that one student like you or like me or like I know. that just keeps you in the game because their life could depend on it. I remember for me, I had. But why a few... are we taking better care of them I then? Know. Look at the power teachers have. They're like a second parent I'll in a lot you, of ways. My teachers, all the ones that I remember connecting with and feeling safe with my entire high school experience and junior high, were all females. All female. I remember I've told this story, but there was a male coach and my math teacher who, while two the two captains of the football team. Dusty and Kyle, I'll just oh. say their first names, used to call me Gay J or A Gay or Gage. They all worked and they would laugh at me and make fun of me. I was like a junior, senior in high school, and my teacher would laugh with them. And I sat there, I'm like, who do I go to? I can't walk out of this classroom. Yeah. I'm not confident that if I go talk to an administrator that they're going to do anything about this. What do you do? So if it weren't for a couple of my female teachers that were super supportive, I don't know where it would have been. Yeah. Guys, do you remember back a couple of weeks ago we talked to John Wallace? He was that teacher that was essentially yes. muscled out. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe we can talk to him, you know, get his Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, because it's it's just heartbreaking. Yeah, it, it is. It really is heartbreaking. They shouldn't have to – listen, queer teachers should be able to just be teachers just like queer people should Absolutely. be allowed to just be people. All right. Well, I love that. People should be people. Uh, people who But need how do you people. find good people who need people? <laughs> uh, it has to do with two beers and a puppy. Oh. Have you heard of that? That's how you gauge your people. Okay. We'll discuss next. Who let the dogs out? Well, I sort of love this song. Haven't heard it in a while. I love this song. Who let your dogs out? Um, hopefully Lisa. Hopefully Lisa. She's doing her job right so now. So they don't pee in the living room. Yeah. Listen, I, you know, we did, I have to say this about the song. We just did a really great uh, piece on teachers and like the importance of teachers that we've had. And my cheerleading coach, Mrs. Larson, she uh, loved me so much. And Zara, she made me Zara Larson? It was Zara Larson. Actually, Br- that was my cheerleading Brie coach. Brie Larson? It was her sister. <laughs> they were in like the same school, but different classes. Their family, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and she created this whole uh, choreography to Who Let the Dogs Out. And it was like, we never, th- we thought we were so cool with this choreography. And then she let me stand right in front in the middle. And she was like, you're great. And I was like, thanks. Mr. Were there Larson. actual dogs involved in the choreography? No, but now I want to go home and blast it and let Seems, Rocco yeah. do zoomies. Seems like you missed an opportunity there. I, I did. <laughs> and according to Ross McCammon, the author of Works Well with Others, in his new book, he talks about um, how to know who you can trust in your life. And there are a couple of categories, right? There's like that friend, and then there's like the friend friend, right? The friend is like an acquaintance. It's a colleague. The friend friend is a Michaela Gordon. So yeah. here's here's how you know the difference. You have to ask yourself, according to Ross, two questions. One, would I have two beers with this person? Not one beer, two. 
Okay. Or we can just say drinks. Is it for like sobriety reasons? Like you want to see what somebody gets like tipsy? No, I think I think the first one, you have one drink with somebody, you're being kind and polite. Right? I went yeah. on a first date one time. I had one drink with somebody. And I was just trying to get through that glass of Sauvignon Blanc okay. so I could run home. Okay. It was terrible. Okay. He wanted a second drink. I said, no, thank you. I said, no, thank it you. It was awful. <laughs> and he was having the time of his life. So this is awkward, right? Mm-hmm. But if you get to a second drink, that means you enjoy somebody's company, right? Yeah. You enjoy their company. They're funny. You're having a kiki. It doesn't necessarily mean, though, that they're like a friend friend. Yeah, you're just enjoying drinks out together. Because that's where the second question comes into play. If somebody's going to go from that category, I'll have two drinks with them, to the friend friend category, you have to ask yourself, would I allow this person to look after my puppy over a weekend? That's real. Because we have okay. we have, we have a great group of friends, but there are only a handful of people, you being one of them, that we've trusted our dog with. I'll be honest, more so Lisa than you. I hear that. You're kind of like one of the kids. I hear that. You play I'm and like scream. I'm like down on the ground and, with them and then yes. Lisa does the big stuff. Uh, but we trust you. We trust my cousin Lindy, my cousin Matt, and our friend Alana. Listen, that's a big deal. We feel the same way. <laughs> it's my son. And especially with Bruno, our dog, he needs specific medicine because he's sick. So the attention has to be so, um, like so good. You have to be such a such a good type of friend. I totally hear that. And and I do. I think it really... I used to have a lot of friends. I used to have so many friends. I just had this conversation with Lisa the other day. And then I started realizing that I didn't want a lot of friends. I wanted like That's real. Friends. That's real. But that was not always The order me. you get the, the... Yep. I was like, I need a million. And then I was like, okay, I need two. No, you need two million followers and two real friends. Yes. Well, this book goes on to say there are people who are yes and no, meaning they're great to speak to, but you don't really trust them when it comes to important tasks. They're like the fun Kiki friend. We all have that friend. Yep. And then on the flip side, there are people that are no yeses. They might be kind of boring and uninspiring, but you would trust them with your puppy's life. I have a friend like that back home in Ohio. I knew you were going to say that. Her name's Michelle. Michelle. Love her to death. I know. She, I would trust her with anything. She is one of the most boring human beings I've ever met in my life. But I've known her since my freshman year of college. Yeah. My best friend was my first first person I met. She bores me to tears. But I would literally say, I will sign over my life to you and you can make all my decisions for me if I'm in the hospital. Right? Yeah. So she's that person. Don't want to hang out and go drinking with her, though. I don't think she <laughs> drinks anyways. Then there are the yes, yes friends. If you can kiki with somebody and trust them with your puppy, they're keepers. Yes. In every area of your life. I love that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's really special. Not a lot of, I, I, we definitely, I definitely have a lot of kiki friends. Yes. That you catch up with, you see them, you're like, oh, yes. that's so, so fun. Yes. But also don't get it twisted because when I was younger, I think I probably let more people think they were my good friend than was actually accurate. Hello. And in my heart of hearts, I have a half a dozen close friends in the world. Yeah. Everybody else is a kiki. Yeah. That's it. Uh, listen, I totally agree because I think the person that, again, something that I'm learning that's just beneficial to me if it helps anybody else is that I've had to have like tough conversations with friends over the past couple of months just in like my own therapy and my own growth. Wait, is that why you scheduled that meeting with me <laughs> over Zoom? <laughs> yeah. You want to do this from Zoom? Yeah, we're okay. doing cocktails in Zoom with our puppies. <laughs> and once you find the yes, yes friends, I think then you have to start having like really hard conversations. Maybe mm. that are like hard for you. And if you can like get through that, yep. then it's like, 
oh my gosh, it does. It like strengthens you and it deepens you. And and with the yes, yes friends, I think it's so worth putting in all that work. But I think that's why you can only have two to three friends. Well, because the no Cause yes. Because it takes a lot of yes, work. Yes, because the no yes friends and the yes no friends can't handle those conversations. No, no. And then if they, if, if you have yes yeses. Take care of the yes, yeses. Yes, yes. Or the yas, yases. Okay, coming up. I loved that quiz. Uh, coming up in What's Poppin', Queen Elizabeth, who's 95 years old, cheekily declines Oldie of the Year Award. I would too. Also, she kind of reminds me of Vivian in this photo, who would also decline an Oldie Award. Vivian, your dead grandmother, just for reference, anybody listening for the yes, first time. Yes, that would be the one. Got it. Okay. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. It's time for another round of What's Poppin'. First, I want to tell you that our show is also a podcast, so if you can't listen to us in real time, don't worry. Head over to wearechannelq.com, download the Odyssey app, listen to The Morning Beat anywhere you take your mobile device. If you're anything like Michaela, that's literally everywhere. You always have your phone at the ready. Always. You ready for this? I'm ready for this. Take it away. All right, well, this is adorable. Queen Elizabeth, who turned 95 last April, nixed an award for Oldie of the Year from a British magazine with a polite, if slightly cheeky, response. She said, Her Majesty believes you are as old as you feel. As such, the Queen does not believe she meets the relevant criteria to be able to accept and hopes you find a more worthy recipient. Yes, bitch! 95 and still, like, iconic. I love that. You know, my grandma used to always say that, too. She said she never felt like she was in her 90s. She always just felt how she felt. She's also missing uh, appointments right now because she's tired. She's taking a breather. So let's let's be clear about this. Yeah, but I think she's probably talking about her looks. She's saying, honey, I look good. Well, I've watched uh, a few seasons of The Crown. And I will say this. the, The royal family... They're interesting. The way they're depicted, some of some of her longevity, I think, has come from just being neutral on everything forever. And ignorance is sort of bliss. Yeah. The royal family isn't known for being super highly educated. They're taught a different lifestyle, right? They're taught etiquette. They're taught decorum. They're not talk. They're not taught about talking about like e- economics and history and like right. things like that. So I feel like. She just kind of has gone through the motions for so long, and she takes pride in what she does. Then she goes hunting, and, and that's that. And she talks to her corgis. And, has a, and that's that. That's it. Has some tea in the middle of the afternoon. I mean, and that's that. So of course, she's 95 and thriving. She'll be around until 100. She's not going anywhere. Her, I got to tell you those. Prince Charles, he is so over it. He's like, he's the longest oh, second in line to the monarchy in the history of the British kingdom, right? The second. Well, I hope he's that it. he doesn't pull any funny business with her trying to take a quick nap. He's like, okay, I'm so old now, I'm never going to become king. I'm in my 70s now, or 80s, or whatever, 70s, I think, late 70s. And he's just over it. It's going to skip him and go to a son. Yeah, sorry, honey. Or he's going to be the king for like a year or two. <laughs> like, this is wild. She's she, like, I'm the king. She Not refuses king. to leave. Yeah, I love that about her. All right, well, coming up in our next hour, Billy Porter is trashing Vogue magazine. And it involves Harry Styles. How he feels uh, they totally went against what he started next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Welcome back to the Morning Beat coming up this hour in about 15 minutes. Billy Porter is not a fan of Harry Styles, and he's going to tell you why in just a moment. Uh, He's got a lot of thoughts, a lot of opinions on this. Some I might agree with, some I might not, uh, but we're going to discuss in just a moment. Uh, I'll tell you this. It involves a dress and a very popular magazine. Yes, it does. That's all we're going to say. Right now, though, it's time for news on the beat. Take it away. All right, well, there is a lot going on in the news. Let me get to it. Okay, uh, so we are going to talk more in depth, but black actor Billy Porter has criticized fashion magazine Vogue for its December 2020 cover image of English singer-songwriter Harry Styles wearing a dress. In short, Porter did say that the opportunities that have been handed to Styles as a young white man have been harder for Porter to achieve as an older black and out gay actor. Here's what I will say, though, and not getting too much into the conversation. I I think that it's really important to say that Harry Styles has come out as sexually ambiguous, whatever that looks like to you. Also, just something to think about before we go deep into the conversation. Is it... Uh, proving more, is it showing up more for toxic masculinity with Harry Styles, a cis white man on the cover in a dress than Billy Porter, who became famous from a queer ballroom show? Just something to think about. Yeah, and we're, we'll, we're going to discuss it. Yeah, we'll talk more in depth. All right, in other news, unnamed students at California's Paso Robles High School tore down the pride flag hanging in the classroom of science instructor and swim coach Evan Holtz. Afterward, the students posted a TikTok video showing them defecating on the flag and flushing it down a toilet. The students responsible were given minor discipline. Other students said school administrators stayed silent about the vandalism for two weeks, leaving queer students unsure if they noticed or approved of it. The school district's eventual response merely reminded teachers that the policy banning any classroom flags bigger than two feet by two feet. In response, students displayed pro-LGBTQ messages in the school's hallways. Several are organizing an upcoming anti-hate rally, and others wrote an op-ed in the San Luis Obispo Tribune. The school's response is a collective slap in the face of all LGBTQ students and PRHS. From our perspective, the school's flag ban means they're more interested in appeasing the bullies than protecting the safety of the victims of hate. Holt said he displayed the flag to make LGBTQ students feel safe and welcome in the classroom. The thieves stole it during a break between classes. Holtz chased the vandals into the hallway but lost them in the crowd of students. Later, the students posted a TikTok video showing them defecating on and flushing at the flag. 
Now, some students have criticized the school for not taking queer phobia seriously and have shared their own experiences facing anti-LGBTQ discrimination on campus. Other students made displays of pro-LGBTQ messages such as love over hate and you're valid on letter-sized paper and posted them in the school hallways. Uh, you had a really interesting point in case anybody missed this, AJ, where just in Salina, Ohio, they are sending out... Uh, a memo letters. to all the teachers from the school board and from the the, the principal because they have uh, TikTok challenges set up every single month for the students. Like one of them was like slap a teacher in the face and record it and run the other direction. Like what? This is the stuff that kids are doing to go viral it's now. Crazy to me. And they're asking the parents to help. Like talk to your kids. Like this is not okay. Kids all have phones now. It's like I can't imagine being in school and having a cell phone. Yeah. No. Absolutely. No. Not. I wouldn't learn a single thing. No. All right, let's get into a little bit of weather. It's going to be a high of 75 in Vegas, 84 in Palm Springs, 86 in Houston, a high of 84 in Miami, 63 in San Francisco, 77 in Atlanta, 66 in Buffalo, 79 in St. Louis, 84 in La Quinta, and 84 in Cathedral City. Now give us a vibe of the day. I do not try to dance better than anyone else. I only try to dance better than myself. I love that. Just compete against yourself, honey. Make it easy. Uh, now, we did talk about it in a little bit of the news, but Billy Porter is trashing Vogue over Harry Styles' uh, cover, but I actually don't agree with Billy Porter, and I'll discuss why next. Billy Porter has a voice for the gods and fashion to match. However, Billy is very, very upset uh, with Vogue. Over their decision last year, last December 20th, or uh, 2020 actually, uh, to put Harry Styles as the magazine's first male cover star to wear a dress on the cover. He wore a Gucci gown uh, and um, people praised him, right? Yeah. So many thought it was fantastic. But Billy Porter has now said he was not a fan. Uh, He's been doing this on the red carpet for a while. He said, I changed the whole game. It's all according to an article, an interview he did in the Sunday Times this last weekend. He said, and that is not ego. It's just a fact. I was the first one doing it, and now everybody is doing it. I feel like the fashion industry has accepted me because they have to. I'm not necessarily convinced, and here's why. I created the conversation, and yet Vogue still put Harry Styles, a straight white man, in a dress on their cover for the first time. Now, Harry does identify as gender fluid. And is, has alluded towards bisexuality for the better part of a decade, to yeah. be fair. So let's just not just categorize him as a straight cis white man. Just, let's just That is what it is. But does Billy have a point? No. I, I think that Billy normally does have a point. But look, Billy Porter got the most recognition playing in a television show about the black queer ballroom scene. So to see him... Uh, graced the red carpet in a gown, which was beautiful and which was out there. And for the type of award show it was, it was a big deal. It doesn't leave as big of an impact as seeing a quote unquote straight pop icon grace the cover of Vogue in a dress. It tackles toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. in a more impactful way. And I don't think he says it's not about ego, but no, nobody's Harry Styles being in that dress doesn't take away from Billy Porter walking the carpet in a dress as well. But we've seen a lot of queer men, uh, especially recently 
wear dresses either in or out of drag. It wasn't like it doesn't ta- it doesn't tackle toxic masculinity the way that I think he does with Harry Styles doing it. Listen, if you go to cultures around the world, let's head to Egypt or India or, or e- even Europe back in the day, dresses were standard for men as were heels. Yeah. They were for a very, very long time. It's only in recent modern history that dresses and heels and those embellishments have become more feminine, right? Uh, men have been wearing pink for a long time. So while I hear what Billy's saying, Billy, you're not the first either. And I understand and very much I, want to show yes. point to, I think yes. a lot of times black people will do something that then white people take credit for I hear that. with the bigger I do. platform. I do. So I fully hear that. I just don't think that's this case at all. But also then, I guess my question is, because Listen, I, I've interviewed Billy many times. I adore Billy. The question then is, what's the what's the actual issue for Billy? Is it that in wearing dresses on red carpets and things like that, is Billy pushing for more gender neutral clothing and for those barriers to be broken down? Because if so, then you don't need to physically necessarily get the credit. You should just be proud of the fact that you blazed that trail, right? And if it happens to be Harry Styles, I understand the whiteness of it, and I, I I see the problem in that. I do. I see that. But like you said, Harry Styles is taking your message, Billy Porter, yeah. to a whole new world right now. And also, Harry Styles has more of an audience that needs to see a man in a dress. Yes. Harry Styles has young girls that are in love with him whose dads are taking these young girls and boys to the concerts yep. and straight cis moms and seeing Harry Styles and his audience, by, I think yeah. it's more impactful. Because by and large... By and large, Pose was a show for our community. Yes. It's a very niche, very it's specific. It's not surprising. Absolutely. Harry Styles is global. And I think that, you know, look, I and I've also been there. I've also done something that somebody else did after, and I was like, they are copying me, and this is political for me. And really, it was just a little ego. There's a little ego, you sure. Know, I did want to be, not not at this not at this impact, but maybe I did want to be the first one to do it. Maybe I did want credit. And so maybe Billy only needed to say that too. Like, you know, saying I wish Harry Styles would have said that I saw this from Billy Porter, that would have made me feel cool. That I get. That, and I of could course. hear that. But, you know, acting, he's got to know that. I think there's a little ego involved. Well, I think so too. And it also happens to be breaking news yesterday, the day that Billy's book came out. Also, yeah. So I think Unprotected, a, mem- a memoir by Billy Porter, came out yesterday, and I think that it's easy to drum up a storyline from 2020 to drag, you know, Vogue, not necessarily Harry Styles, because I don't think Billy was dragging Harry Styles. I think Billy was dragging Vogue right. and saying, "You guys got to do better." But listen, sometimes I think like, they did good. Yeah, like I, I'm okay with it. But also, also put Billy on the cover. Like I'm yeah. also okay with that too. There's room for everyone. Maybe, yeah. maybe the cover should have been a few different men. All in dresses. But also, I stick by what I said. But also, it's their I magazine. Really they get to pick impactful. what they want to do. But also, I it's yeah. not shocking to see Billy. It's shocking to see Harry Styles. Yeah, the first time we saw Billy, maybe it was shocking. Now we're like, cool, you're yeah. in a dress again. It's like seeing JVN in a dress. Yeah, not Not surprising. shocking to anybody. All right, well, coming up, would you take a stranger to a wedding? Tinder is launching a new feature that could help you. Uh, and we're going to talk about it coming up next. Listen, we're planning our wedding right now, and the conversation gets tricky when you're ordering save the dates. 
because you don't know exactly what your total number is. We know our limit. We don't know who's bringing a plus one. It's also an international wedding, so it's complicated. Like, who gets a plus one, who doesn't? Right? right. We don't want random people that we don't really know at our wedding, but we also don't want people that we love to feel like they can't bring someone. Yeah. Well, this is a common dilemma for anybody who's attending a wedding, planning a wedding, and Tinder might have a fix just for you if you're interested in bringing a stranger to a wedding. Now, they've just launched a feature uh, for users to find dates for a flurry of post-lockdown ceremonies, wedding included. Uh, But some single people are calling this odd and desperate. It's a new feature. Um, It allows you to find a guest to take with you. It's called Plus One, which is a really, really witty title, actually. Uh, Sees user signal they're either looking or willing to be a date. Comes as countless weddings were postponed because of COVID. There are a record number of weddings coming up this year. Our wedding planner told us this. We're getting married on a Monday so we could get the date that we wanted, right? Um, Because these venues are just booked. Um, Would you be a plus one on Tinder if you were a single girl and somebody's like, hey, you want to go to – because weddings are kind of fun. Yeah. You think this is cool or weird? No, I think it's cool. I think people are so judgmental. And if you're in a relationship, maybe that is weird to you, but you're privileged enough to be in a relationship. You know, I saw a lot of my single friends have a really difficult time during COVID. They were all by themselves. They really were not able to talk to anybody. And it made it very difficult to meet people. And, you know, now having to go to these weddings, dating has been really hard. So I think it's I think it's really sweet. As long as that person's not a serial killer, I think you're good to go. It's well, a nice way to meet people. Well, according to Wedding Wire, there's expected to be a 20% or higher increase in weddings in 2021 and 2022. You know, I planned on getting engaged last year and then getting married this year, put the whole thing back because of the pandemic. Yeah. I think this is fascinating. And I think that what I like about it is that Tinder historically has been you swipe left or you swipe right if you're horny. Basically, that's kind of what it is. People date. It's kind of like a, a little bit watered down version of Grinder. There it is. And I think what this does is opens up the app to those who might not have been willing to just like swipe for dates, but maybe for some companionship for somebody to go enjoy an event together that might be acceptable to them. You never know because here's the thing. Weddings. Honey, I've been to some weddings. I cry Listen, at everyone. I fall in love over again. I, I We just went to Justin's wedding. And I literally looked at Lisa and we were like slow dancing and it was so nice. And I, I think that for me, I would feel a type of way if I were single watching all these lovebirds slow dancing. And then I'm like eating alone and sharing the dessert by myself and everyone's in a very loving mood. Uh, I'd feel away. But this might be this might be an interesting way, though, after a couple years of lockdown uh, for some to reintroduce yourself to the world. And sometimes, here's the thing. I always say, people always ask, they're like, AJ, how on earth are you and Emil still together? I'm his first boyfriend, period. He's never been on a date with anybody else in his life. Me. We've been together nine years. We're planning a wedding. And people think that's insane. And I don't have an answer other than we keep choosing to work at it and, you know, and, and, and keep reinvesting in each other and in our relationship. Um, but some people are like, listen, I just want to go on a first date. But sometimes first dates are such high pressure that they just fall apart. Yeah, maybe this you're takes some of the going to a party. Yes, maybe this takes some of the pressure off. Yeah, and also, I mean, I can't say it enough. If you're going to a wedding, you're probably going to a wedding out of the lockdown. How, how are you supposed to meet people? Like, are you supposed to go to a bar for a week or yes. go to like a Barnes and Noble right? for a week? Or like, hey, I need a wedding day. And you know what else this does? Because I'll tell you this: this guy that I'd kind of been into for a while years ago. 
Uh, he's a hottie. He was cute. He was in the Air Force, military guy, jacked, very attractive. Had a nice place downtown, drove a nice car. So I thought our first date, because we've been kind of trying to like get together for a while, and we finally decided to go on a first date. This man asked me to come downtown and find parking for our first date. First of all, that was my first red flag. Parking in downtown L.A. is a bear. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't familiar with it at the time. This is like 12, 13 years ago. Then he comes out to meet me in my car in gym shorts, a T-shirt, and flip-flops for our first date. And I was like, oh, are we just having sex? Is that what you think? Because I would like to actually go on a date. I would actually like to have dinner with you, maybe a glass of wine, have some conversation. I would like to probably have sex with you later or maybe on our second date, but I'm, I'm still a little bit traditional. Well, We go upstairs. He orders takeout. He ordered Thai food. I think we did have sex, but well, what I this does that, is it gets people dressed up and they show up in a suit and tie. That's nice. Well, I think that's why the show Married at First Sight works so well because they're literally dressed to the nines. They're in a really mm. fun environment. They want the same things. It's a really loving space to be in and i mean come on they're on their like third season and a lot of those couples have stayed married you know that my my uh whatever she is my best woman in my wedding uh elena my friend since childhood one of her very best friends is uh was married from that show the season one otis otis is their last name i forget her name but she and her husband got married on that show, and yeah. they're still together, and they're like... But look, you're you're presenting your best self. You look nice. You're not in flip-flops. You're, like, forced to... So you see, like, what that person looks like they're, when they're, they're all they're, put yeah. together. There definitely is something to how you present yourself. Like, I don't want... I don't want to... Jamie if, and Doug? Jamie and Doug. Oh, yeah. That's oh, them. wow. Yeah, and I, don't, I definitely don't want to, like... I'm not interested in the torso on Grinder. Yeah. Like, that doesn't do it for me. No, I want to know what you look A like. A suit and tie... Up. Every time. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, coming up in our What's Poppin', Adele is revealing what she eats once a week. Does it coincide with her drastic weight loss? We'll discuss next. (sighs) Mother. Stunning. Mother Adele. Mother Adele, back at it again. I can't stop listening to this song. Uh, And I never want, I never want Adele to go easy on me. Ever. 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 But McDonald's probably also does not want her to go easy on them because she's all in on one meal in particular at the Golden Arches. Michaela Gordon, what's poppin'? Okay, so Adele has spoken candidly about her love of food. She made a major reveal, though. She eats McDonald's once a week and also makes an incredible spicy pasta. Now, the hitmaker uh, has shed over 100 pounds in the past two years, but insisted, just because I lost weight, I still know everything there is to know about food, and I eat so much food still, uh, which I love. She said um, if she had to choose her very last meal, her last meal would be a McChicken nugget with a Big Mac and then fries. That's my three Wait, courses. Wait, the, the and nuggets and the Big Mac? Yes. Well, that's she baller. said I eat that at least once a week. What? I'm gonna I tell you. I don't know Adele. Okay, she's trying to be relatable right now. Yeah, I don't she's trying to be a cute girl because listen, I wish I could eat McDonald's once a week, but you see it, honey, and my body would not look the way that it looks okay. if I did. I'll say this: the Big Mac still is probably my favorite still fast food snack in the whole world. Still holds it's up. It's so good. Oh, I want one, Shana. Extra special sauce Ooh. and the fries slap. Right? Only if they salt them properly. You let them and you cool down a hair. For fresh. Yes. Um. But also, I eat one Big Mac, and I am not fun to be around. 
I don't I don't smell good. It happens. Yeah. My stomach can't handle it. If I eat one per week, I eat about one a year. Yeah. That's like my snack. It's my snack time. I can't. I don't believe it. There's yeah. no way. I, I don't believe it either. Listen, I love you, sis. Maybe once a month, but once a week. I don't know about that. And no judgment, by the way. But your body looks rocking. Maybe she just works it out super hard. She's also tall, so that also plays She that is part. everything, though. There's like, there's, oh, yeah. has there ever, let's just take a moment to think about this. Has there ever been anything that Adele has said or done? Never. That has made you like, eh, not Never. really into her. I love it all. Never. I love all of it. It's, we love it's because she disappears for so long. So we don't have time to get upset with her or sick of her. Yeah, I totally. You know what I mean? Well, you know what I'm looking forward to hearing is the Kids Bop version of Easy On Me. Now, that's not ready yet, but a did, Kids Bop quiz is, and did, we're playing it. Wait, did you see? We are? Yes. Oh, did you see what's going viral with Adele's Easy On Me this week? No. That somebody did the, the, the 80s rendition of it? They made it made it into an '80s uh, film theme and did the, redid the whole audio and put her voice on it. It's gone viral this week. It's incredible. Shut up. Okay, it's well, so I'll good. That you get ready for kids, Bob. <laughs> Coming up this hour on the morning beat, we're gonna play a little game in about 15 minutes. Uh, kids, Bob version. We're playing a quiz. Play along with us. Also, this is. <sighs> The music video. Iconic. I referenced in the last hour uh, of Idel. Uh, Idel. I think Idina Menzel, <laughs> I, I was thinking. Every time I do Adele uh, as an 80s movie theme song. So good. This is so good. This is crazy. What instruments and did they the use back cover, then? <laughs> it, like synth. But I feel like the cover is so good too because they also made it Adele 80s. She's wearing like a, a, a multicolored members only jacket yes. and, and a Walkman headset. It's so good. I love everything about her. I do too. But her voice still works in the 1980s. Yeah, it does. So good. I know. They didn't change her vocals at all. They just changed the production of the <laughs> trap. Isn't that wild? Oh, it's so I good. wish somebody would do that through like every decade. Somebody's got to do that. Todrick. Oh my God. Todrick. Todd's talented. Kill it. I can't figure those things out. I can't wait for the out. disco version. Right. I feel like that's got to happen I know too. The 70s gays will live. Then, like, their the, minds. the 90s, like, uh, opening of a sitcom, like that version. Family Matters. Yeah. Like, yes. For sure. All right. Somebody's listening. Somebody get on it. Uh, right now, it's time for you to get on news on the beat. All right, honey. Well, unnamed students at California's Paso Robles High School tore down the pride flag hanging in the classroom of science instructor and swim coach Evan Holtz. Afterward, the students posted a TikTok video showing them defecating on the flag and flushing it down a toilet. School administrators stayed silent about the vandalism for two weeks, leaving queer students unsure if they noticed or approved of it. The school district's eventual response merely reminded teachers of the policy banning any classroom flags bigger than two by two feet. I'm sorry, two feet by two feet. In response, students displayed pro-LGBTQ messages in the school's hallways. Several are organizing an upcoming anti-hate rally and others wrote an op-ed. The school's response is a collective slap in the face of all LGBTQ students at PRHS. From our perspective, the school's flag ban means they're more interested in appeasing the bullies than protecting the safety of the victims of hate. Holt said he displayed the flag to make LGBTQ students feel safe and welcome in his classroom. The thieves stole it during a break between classes. Holtz chased the vandals down into the hallway but lost them in the crowd of students. Later, the students posted a TikTok video showing them defecating on and flushing the flag. Now, some students have criticized the school for not taking queer phobia seriously and have shared their own experiences facing anti-LGBTQ discrimination on campus. Other students made displays of pro-LGBTQ messages such as love over hate and you're valid on letter-sized paper and posted them in the school's hallways. Ugh. 
so interesting. The fact that they posted it on TikTok with pride, though. Like, ew, you're so gross, you nasty little brat kids. Yeah. And also to defecate on it. Like, that's disgusting. Like, the... the I'm... I'm I feel like there are more good kids out there than there are bad ones, but the bad ones, their voices can be amplified because of social media. Yes. It's just sad. Well, and also these random TikToks that people are dared yeah, to do now. Yeah, these challenges. You know, some of those TikTok challenges got deadly. Uh, some some kids really, like, broke their, their bones or really hurt Scary. themselves. Well, I've told you this before. I'll say it again. There's a memo going around my hometown from the school principal at my old high school telling teachers and parents to be aware of kids doing TikTok challenges. They have challenges lined up for the entire year. One of them was slap a teacher in the face and run away and catch it on camera. Yeah. Like, how's that? If I did that when I was in high school, I understand what my parents say now. The things that, that, that they couldn't get away with that we got away with. Now I, I look know. back and I'm like, God, if I would have done that You're when I was... really saying it, though. You're really saying it. This is what 40 is? No, this is what... I don't know because I'm saying it and I'm 33. Listen, these little kids are bad. Bad. They need space. My niece. I got a video last night of my niece in leopard pants only, a top bun, standing on a crib twerking and then got down grabbed one potato chip put it in her mouth and then got back up and proceeded to twerk with no shirt on so i mean i i don't know this is like remember that time an hour ago when i picked up a hot cheeto off the ground because i thought it was a piece of gum but it was just your hot cheeto that (laughs) fell out of your mouth yeah at least i have a top on i wonder where she get today i wonder where she gets it natalia natalia you are your aunt's niece. He's their <laughs> auntie's baby. All right. We're doing a little weather. A high of 84 in Cathedral City, 63 in Sacramento, 79 in St. Louis, 66 in Buffalo, 77 in Atlanta, 84 in Phoenix, 72 in Kansas City, 75 in Vegas, and 72 in LA. Uh, now give us a vibe of the day. You want a vibe? I got a vibe for I you. I want a little vibe. I it. do not try to dance better than anyone else. I only try to dance better than myself. You're your only competition. That's real, though. That's real. Mm. Totally. All right, coming up, it's Kids Bop Quiz. Now, AJ has been slaughtering me these past couple of quizzes. You'll beat me on this one, though. Maybe I will. Yeah. I feel good. All right, so this latest uh, hit is big with the the youngins. It's Montero, Call Me By Your Name, Lil Nas X, the Kids Bop version. And the million moms, I'm sure, are losing their minds right now. (laughs) There are are. conservative groups around the world uh, who are just going crazy over this. They're so upset. Uh, Lil Nas X, by the way, all over Hollywood and West Hollywood the other day on top of a tour bus over the weekend. Did you see that? On a tour bus through West Hollywood, thanking his fans, dressed in a pink uh, little outfit from prison. Iconic. Iconic. He's had two number one hits now. Well, three actually overall. Um, So we thought we'd play a little game. Some of the most iconic kids' bop hits of all time that maybe shouldn't have been made into kids' versions? Yeah. So what I'm going to do, guys, is I'm going to give you a quiz based on the most scandalous kids' bop songs that have been covered. You tell me if this was a real kids' bop song or if they actually never actually touched that thing because it was just too scandalous. I swear to God, if they made WAP a kids' bop song, I'm going to lose my mind. I don't know. I'm stressed. (laughs) All right. Let's do it. Okay. I'm on a roll lately. I've won a lot of these games. However... Michaela's a musician. She might. I'm not really good at song titles. That literally means nothing. You're you're you're, you're very because I'm correct. also very inappropriate. That part. All right, let's do it. Okay, Michaela, let's start off. Fifty cents candy shop. Are, were we going to the candy shop? Yeah. You're saying yes. Yes. Ah. 
Oh. Never, never covered. Oh, Tandy shot. shot. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, my lick of what I got. That you know, been... My Sky was the star of that video. Really? Yeah, I know. It's like so random. That's she random. Was. I know. AJ, you're up next. Is there some music we could play under this, Justin? Know, Let's give it a little bit of life. What's going on? There's too many things going on. Too many things going on. Too many songs. All right, fair enough. Let's go. What else? So, AJ, your first one Toxic by Britney Spears. Was that covered by the Kids Bop Kids? Oh, a thousand percent, yes. Okay. Absolutely. Are those okay. one nothing? So I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. I host uh, every year out in uh, Topanga uh, at the malls out there at the village and, and the, the mall. I host the Santa Claus arrival and the Christmas tree lighting. Oh yeah. And at the Christmas tree lighting, and this is like bougie people, right? These are people with money out here at the village, the shops at Topanga. Yes. And they had a kids bop group come perform and these kids were like all like 11 years old and they were like a pop group and they were incredible oh kids God. love this stuff aj leading one to nothing kids bop songs <laughs> michaela tiktok by kesha yes are we brushing our teeth with a bottle of jack with kids <gasps> oh oh we are we are Okay. Yeah. In the morning, feeling like P. Diddy. Got my glasses. I'm out the door. I'm gonna hit the city. He really enunciates. Leave, brush my teeth, and then I go and pack. Go and pack. I thought she was gonna say I go have a snack or something. Yes. That's the other fun thing is trying to figure out how they kind of replace these. If you're just now joining us, we're playing a quiz right now. Our producer Justin put together a list of songs that were probably inappropriate, uh, but were they too inappropriate to be made into a kids' bop version? Play along with us. AJ, your next one up. Cardi B and Meg, Meg the Stallion's WAP. Was that a Kids Bop version? There, Okay, there is no way on earth that song was ever made into a Kids Bop version. Of course not. Okay, that's just too much. That's just way <laughs> oh too God, much. Let me listen. You get that. With there that. wasn't. They didn't there do was it. Oh, there, oh, oh, I thought you were. <laughs> that was a bridge too far. That was a bridge too far. Yeah, Kids Bob ain't touching that one. Michaela, next up, Ariana Grande, Seven Rings. Is that a real Kids Bob song or not? Oh, of course. Yes. It had to be. Been through the baddest, it should be the saddest. <laughs> Who would have thought it turned me to a savage? Ooh. Rather be tied up with bows and not strings. Buy my old checks like I write what I sing. Tied to the two. Little yes! kids are fire. Oh my god, that good dolly. Kids bop. AJ, you're up next. Okay. Truth hurts by Lizzo. Did they take that DNA test? Those kids bop kids. Oh, it turns out 100% that B. But what kids could have said, 100% that ish. Uh, I'm gonna say yes. I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% that kid. Even when crying. <laughs> I like kids. Michaela, you're up next. To Their voices are like Loki annoying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Is that terrible? Like I love them. Cake by the Ocean by DNCE. Was that a kids' bop song or not? Oh, yeah. I don't even think people know what that even means. Ocean. Do you know what cake by the ocean means? Yeah. It's a sexual reference, right? Eating cake by the ocean? I don't know. It's like eating like things by the ocean? How about we let her answer and then we'll figure eating it out? cake, but no, because I don't think this song's popular enough. I'm wrong. Yeah, you're right, AJ. They're not talking about cake. Yeah, it's talking about it's, it's yeah, a, let's, uh, let's, no, let's Justin. Please, oh, come on. please, Justin, grow Justin, up. Grown it's up. a euphemism for having sex at the beach, Justin, weirdo. All right, next. Oh my God, pervs! All right, one last round for each of you. I'm winning, AJ. We I'm can't stop by, by Miley Cyrus. Um, I will say. She's very popular, but I'll say no. 
Oh, Molly's a girl, not like Molly the drug. Well, that's appropriate. All right. So this is where we're at. Michaela, if you get this one, you tie it up and we go into sudden death overtime. She's going to get it. She knows. Sir makes a lot. Baby got back. Yes. Already. You're going with. I said yes. No. Well, it'd be on my kids, Bob. No, no, no kids. Well, here's the thing. Baby got back. Michaela, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I, from my angle, can see all the songs that uh, Justin's queuing up over here so I can tell if they're actually uh, ready for us or not. <laughs> and I can see right there there was no song prepared on his screen. So might have cheated, might have not. I don't know, but either way, I won. You're such a bitch. <laughs> tell me something good. All right, let's send our listeners into the weekend with some love and light. In their hearts, Michaela Gordon, are you ready to tell them something good? Maybe. No? Should I try to convince you? <laughs> you need a little bit more time? Yeah, tell me something good. Well, I, I never talk about this state. We call it the state up north where I come from. But for this specific day and this one moment in time, I want to talk about Michigan, okay? Okay. Uh, Michigan is growing its own fruits, veg- vegetables uh, for their residents. This is in a small town in Durant, Michigan. Uh, if you need a tomato for a sandwich... Or maybe some lettuce. One small community has you covered. Now, it's southwest of Flint, and they're offering edible landscapes, they're calling them. The city council recently gave the gardens a vote of confidence by agreeing to spend up to $500 a year at the end of the day. $500 from the budget is a drop in the bucket for a program that has done so much good for the citizens of Durand, said council member Matt Schaefer. So basically, uh, that money grows 300 pounds of fruits and vegetables per year, and the community can just use it as they see fit. Amazing. You can't afford or afford fresh fruits and vegetables or groceries. Stop by the garden, pick yourself a tomato, head on home. I love it. It's really interesting because this, this sounds like this revolutionary idea, right? But this is how we used to all live, really, before yeah. technology and grocery stores became these behemoths, um, and in some smaller towns where I come from, you definitely swap fruits and vegetables with your neighbors. They have a garden. You bring some zucchini over. Listen, I'm going to look at a new place to live today, and one of the selling points is they say we have a community tree where you guys can pick lemons and mangoes and different fruits. And I was like, that's so cute and like charming. So I think what you meant to say was trees. Because mangoes and lemons one, don't grow on the tree. same tree. I, no, I heard that when I so said So I would it. just look into that before signing the lease. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, heard so it out loud. There's heard that, that out part. Loud. But think of all the lemonade you could make. I know it. Or okay. mango smoothies. Or vodka lemonade. Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, what do you got for me? <laughs> okay, uh, this is amazing. A high school homecoming football game in Vermont turned into a drag runway during halftime, featuring students and faculty appearing in makeup wigs, suits, and dresses for a drag ball. Things went amazing, Ezra taught student leader of the Gender Sexuality Alliance at Burlington High School said uh, the stands were completely packed. It was just so heartwarming to see. Participants also included students from nearby South Burlington High School who, along with Burlington High School and Winooski High School, play on the same football team. Um, But I think that's so great. Imagine being in high school and during, like, the homecoming football game, it's a drag show in between. That's just, we've come a long way. I mean, I can't even imagine. We've come a lot of so 
a sad stories, but that's a good one. Yeah, I think it's important to point out the good ones too, because I can't even imagine something like that happening when I was in school. Like, I, I could, couldn't even wrap my brain around that. I went to my first drag show in college and was so nervous and so excited at the same time. And this uh, drag queen, I think it was Bowling Green, Ohio, Rebecca DeHorne, I believe was her name. Uh, Listen, The Hand That Rocks the Cradle was a big film back in the day. Rebecca DeBorne was a big star. So Rebecca DeHorne would do, uh, and little Daisy Dukes in a white tank top, pour some sugar on me mm-hmm. with bottles of, of Bud Light, I believe. I did it with Sweet and Low, if it makes yeah. you feel better. Sweet and Low. Yeah, I, I, it was a performance it. that TJ used to ask me to do. Let's okay. go into, uh, thank you McDonald's at any <laughs> moment. They can give you a sweet relief as a moment to look forward to. Now for a limited time at McDonald's, get a small McCafe pumpkin spice latte, hot or iced for $2. Prices may vary. Now we have a great show for you Monday. Uh, we're joined with uh, Kieran and Shipka. Uh, you may know her from Mad Men and Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but she's talking about a new uh, movie that she's starring in, but it's a movie-turned-podcast. It's so great. Something brought to you by uh, Odyssey and Cadence 13, and we're so excited to talk about it. Have a great rest of your weekend. We'll see ya Monday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 